everybody, and welcome to another episode of Front Porch Philosophy. This is a pretty quick turnaround for us, I think, all things considered. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was like a month ago. That oh, is we, that really? Yeah. I mean, this that, is a series. And like, it's pretty quick you know, for us. I'm sure people have been holding their breath. I know. So that's a Checking long time. every day. That's a long time to hold your breath. A month. Yeah. Are we keeping you awake? Tonight? No. Okay. No. I just heard you yawn. Not yeah. I saw you yawn. You saw me yawn too. Yes. Um, no, it's. But it's just you and I and Bentley down here in the basement. Yep. It is warmer today than it has been, mm-hmm. but it's been brutally cold. But I guess maybe you were free. Today That's right. After the big Bills loss last yeah. night. Yeah. Well, and I'm surprised we can summon up the energy to. I know. To do a podcast, but we're, we're going. We're pretty to. devoted to this, huh? Not really. It doesn't <laughs> feel like it, but I think this was a thing to you know, to to do on the, the day the, after the loss of your favorite football team spurs deep, deep thinking. I guess. I think. Well, I it guess. also has opened our mind. Well, I, I part of our mind. I looked at it as though devoted. The Bills' season is over. We need to end this series. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So perhaps on a win. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. If this could. Yeah. Sure. So we're on part four, right? Uh-huh. Of Be Do Have. Be Do Have, part four. And I think we're talking about um, what you can do, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or as you said, we were going to solve it. I don't know what that means. Well, I don't know what that means either, particularly since I came up with no sol- solution. Yeah. I think what part one was just the whole, I'm looking at my notes. Bentley's messing with me. Like what's happening? Part two is how's it happening? Part three, why it's important? Um, like with Seneca's shortness of life, and then part four is what we can do. Yeah. What, so what can you do? I don't know. I've been doing some reading. I know that. Okay. Um, and I think on, in in on the shortness of life, and in um, it it says that. The, I think I'm paraphrasing, of course, but that the, <laughs> um, like the philosopher's life is a noble life and one that's a contemplative life. Mm-hmm. And I think we talked a lot about contemplation, and that's one one way um, of doing it. And and that led me down a, a thing. So I don't know, like what what do you think contemplation means? I know what I thought it meant when I was talking in the other three episodes. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, well, we did just there was a there was a Verveki podcast where he distinguished between meditation and contemplation. Okay. Um, and I did not take any notes. Okay. But, so, but what do you remember? You I know that they're different. Okay. Um, and that for them, there's two different sets of practices they use. Okay. Um meditation versus contemplation um so how they are done is different right um but perhaps you could elaborate you think elaborate yeah well because i i think well i i know that i thought when i first was saying it like oh the contemplative life so people think like oh you're just gonna sit around and think and and not do anything and just like, what is that? Mm-hmm. You know, is that really a worthwhile life? Is the philosopher's life, is the contemplative life, you know, that kind of life? But as I was rereading my, the book, oh, it's not my book, a book I was reading on uh, Lexio Divina, 
mm-hmm. um, it talked about contemplation, and it said... Well, by the way, Lexio Divina is um, it's a practice that's done where you read a book not for the contents, right, or anything like that. It's a, it's a, it's almost, a, it's a practice. Yeah. A way of reading. Um, it's a different sacred, way of reading. Let's say sacred text, if you will. Now, people, yeah. some people do, you could do any one text, but for me, it's more like sacred text in a way that goes through first, like reading it, meditating on it, praying, and then contemplating it. Right. So I just thought explaining that. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. But anyway, maybe, maybe we'll do a podcast sometime on, on that. But, um, but it's from the Latin, and Garrett, I know you took Latin, so contemplate. Contempla- yeah, go contemplatus. ahead. Okay, from contemplatus, which is the past participle of contemplatari. Okay, which means to gaze attentively, observe. From the prefix com, which means together plus templum, which is temple. Mm-hmm. So, the original meaning of Latin contempla. Contemplari. Contemplari was to mark out a space for observing auguries auguries or omens, and the temple was a holy space reserved for this purpose. But what it really said and what struck to me was it was a... It was together. So it's an active thing. It's not you on yourself, with yourself. It's like contemplation is a gift from the creator okay so it's you in relation to the creator is contemplation Mm -hmm. it's not just you um and there was one quote in the book that said um like contemplation is the energizing component within the total context of life and it's accepting what does God desires to give. I mean, this was in that, that book, right? So I took that and like, well, that's different. So that means entering into a relationship with the creator in a way that you and the creator are communicating. Okay. So it's much more than just me sitting and thinking of things, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's a little bit what... For Vecchi and them are saying like meditation is a stilling of maybe a meditation is a a mindful thing mm-hmm. where contemplation is a step above that. That's just me okay. saying that, right? Um, and contemplation is a a type of worship in a way. And you also got me reading Moby Dick, mm-hmm. and it's it's amazing that I. I you know, you, you see the things from Seneca and then Lexio Divina and uh, The Scent of Time, which we talked about in the related. And then Moby Dick has this quote, you know, but what is worship? To do the will of God, that is worship. So to me, it was like, well, what can you do? And this being is like from... Being in the in a like and I think Vervecki and you guys talk about in a having mode versus a being mode, and when you're in a being mode, if you take it to the farthest levels that you can, 
you're actually in touch with the creator who's instilling gifts on you, mm-hmm. right? And that can that can help the world, et cetera, right? Because I was also looking like, there's different ways of like, because then you get into like gnosis and those things. And like gnosis is knowing from the source of being rather than knowing as a technology or as an intellectual thing. Does that make any uh, sense to you? A little all? bit. A little that, bit. Okay. It makes some sense to me. It might not make sense to anybody oh, else boy. just because there's no real, there's lots of ideas we're throwing around here that yes. are pretty abstract or whatever. But I think, so... But, to me the, but, but for me, the, the key point was in this, one thing you can do is re-understand what the word contemplation means mm-hmm. and get out of a thinking that contemplation is a me thing. Mm-hmm. Like I am, that's what I had, but that's what I'm trying to do. It's not a me thing. Well, so something that you talked about having, let's say, a relationship with the creator or mm-hmm. something like that, yes. like contemplation. Um, so... To, to bring that kind of the notion of what it is to have a relationship, right? That's another thing that we can throw this this be, do, have right. framework at. I think there's a difference between, in, in this case, having a relationship versus being in a relationship. Correct. And okay. I think Good. that... Um, like that's the kind of thing that contemplation is asking us to do. Bentley's licking your hand, and yeah, it makes, Bentley's makes me throw my up. Hand. Okay, um, he's gross. Okay, but yeah, I think that this difference between being, yeah, being in a relationship with, let's say, the creator here, yes, versus having one that. What is it? What is it to? What is it? Same. Be, same. Yeah. Same. What is it to be it. in a relationship as to have a relationship? Um, and I think it's to allow yourself to be transformed. And now I think that transformation has to, can be reciprocal, yes. right? And whether what what you believe about a creator or whatever right, right. that might challenge that notion but um well because i was i was talking with uh Ritwan, okay. my roommate from college today okay and uh we were talking a little bit about um he was reading so he was reading some medical research about um sex i know oh boy is, i know i'm gonna get and, uncomfortable in a moment yeah. and like casual Casual sex and some medical research that has to do with like how destructive there is a such a thing as casual sex. Yeah, that's well, that's what he's that's what he's saying is that kids these days. That's well, that's what he was reading this stuff. Okay, about about that and how the notion of casual sex can be destructive. Um, and then on the tenders, yeah, right. Okay, and he he texted me about it because he remembered me saying something along the same lines. Um, like there is no casual. About. Yeah, like it, it's impossible for it to be casual. And he he mentioned something, um, 
at the end, and this is the whole reason I bring it up. And it said he said it's because um, a lot of people view having sex as acquiring something. Mm, having sex. Right? Right. Having it. Yes. Uh-huh. And then he said perhaps it has something to do more with just how our entire modern world is built. Right? Like that one problem there, this problem of having sex in this particular scenario is a microcosm of this of this larger framework and i you know i thought that was a very good point um i think it is and i wonder if is it is it is it your instead of having sex maybe we even using the wrong word you're doing sex so that you can have the enjoyment or it's not even have the enjoyment but have the the ability to say that you did okay like all of those things have the power have the whatever but to be in a relationship you're not you're not gaining like when you're really in i don't know it's it's hard to explain i'm trying to say like when you're really in yes when you're in a relationship and now it's a little stranger just because now People might have sex on their brain when I say relationship right, or whatever, right, yeah, but I'm talking about any sort of relationship. Um, when you're really in one, you're not worried about keeping it even or acquiring it or how many you have. Um, or is it that you've lost yourself in it a little bit? Or you've given yourself to it in a way, I think, because you said, because you can yeah. transform. Mm-hmm. So in a real relationship... You're dying to yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to build yourself up. Yeah. You're dying to yourself so that you can do, so that the things you do come from a place of the relationship mm-hmm. and how it's transformed you. Not, hey, what I was getting with the, the sex, not analogy, whatever, the, the down that road. It's like, you're 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 doing sex. You can have whatever so that you can be a player or something, yeah. right? It's and like it's like you're you're doing something to just for your own gratification. Yeah. To but I guess what Richon was saying is that's nearly impossible. Yeah, you know. And there's a there's also an aspect of like there's an imposition of the will when you like have something like you're like oh I have it. Right? Right. Me. The thing that I defined as me before I entered this relationship. I, I have I now have one more thing. Yes. Um but when you're in one, that that notion of I gets bound up in in the other, I okay. suppose. Okay. And it's yeah. I mean it's it's an uncomfortable thing because I can see just like when we talked about um Byung Chul Han and the other things, like People are like, well, if you're going to like sit around and contemplate, isn't that lazy, right? Or in this in this scenario, it's like, oh, well, what, well, what if you like lose yourself? Like so many people like get caught up in relationships and stuff like that and lose themselves. And I don't think that's possible in an actual like relationship based on contemplation. I don't I don't think I that's would it. agree with I you. Think I think if concern. you if you actually entered into contemplation as it's kind of defined as we were saying it as the um, energizing component within the total context of life 
that's what it is. It actually is the energizing component, which then stirs you to do things, right? Yeah. So that and that's the being, doing, having, mm-hmm. right? Because you're now coming from a place of, I have entered into something larger than myself, have received a gift of a relationship with the creator, and it has energized me to do these things. Yeah, and again, it's it's important, and we aren't explaining it all that well, really, but to not confuse contemplation with thinking. Correct. That's what I'm trying to Right, yeah. yes. Because you're not, again, like in this... Like, you're saying you're getting a gift, right? But you're not really gaining something. And, again, like, with all this, it's tough. Um, But do you think, you said being in a relationship. If you're in a relationship, you will, you said about being reciprocal, you may receive things from that relationship. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, I'm not smarter because of contemplation. Like, I'm not stronger, I'm not wealthier those things could they could be, happen they but, could happen but like i don't think it can be about that it okay so what you're saying is you don't you don't do it so that that happens yeah but it could happen or like i'm also trying to say that you don't have to be like an intellectual to do no, it no absolutely not and that's what i think that's what i'm trying to say okay. is that anybody you don't it's not a thinking thing it's not like how, how can i logically solve this problem no that's or, what, that's why i'm saying it's a gift and that's what the lexio yeah. divino it's like you're reading something in a way and if you if you enter into contemplation the text is speaking to you mm-hmm. but not intellectually speaking to you you're not understanding the text it's and not I think like you could go take like a test on the book you just read and ace it maybe correct because it has almost has nothing to do with the with the book right um i think what was i mean that I'm, I'm trying to find my my little note like there was a note like there's no cheap grace like it has to be something um that's kind of worked at or that you desire um but i think like the other part is there's mystery to it. And I think you were talking to me about, you know, that's what in the one podcast you were listening to that when they talk about the sacred, what's been lost in some of that is the mystery of it. Mm-hmm. And there's a mystery in the contemplation because you don't know yeah, where this, I don't even know if information is the right word. It's, it's almost, this, yeah, it's almost not. And I think for me, like, to get out of this frame of mind that there is that there is knowledge without information that there's understanding without facts like i think all those things are true but at the same time it's even it's hard to comprehend how that can be the case like um again like i said like if you're if you're performing lexio divina on a book um, with a book, you're not. It's not like you're going to remember the name no. of every character no. or, right. you know, be able to quote sentences from no. the book. No, right. It is allowing yourself to be changed by the text in a way that is not propositional. Yes. Um, it's a. I would argue it's probably it's a participatory 
and perspectival shift. Yes. Um, I think we've talked about those ways of knowing. Yeah, I think. Yeah, there. I think think we did. I think the other thing that's interesting to me because I think we were we've mentioned this in the past. Like when you look at the word from Latin, there's a part of me like. What's also been interesting to me in some of the reading and some of the things I've listened to now is like thinking of ourselves as just a piece of life, like a like there's life, mm-hmm. and we are just a piece of it, like as an individual, whatever, at different layers. Like you're just you're a piece of life, okay. So, what if your body? is that temple is the space is the space for observing for observing that's the whole purpose of your piece of life yeah right mm-hmm. is to reconnect because i think a lot of it is we've forgotten that that's what we are we think that we're this thing that has to go do so it can have to create something it wants to be mm-hmm. we've forgotten that we really are a piece of life that, and that should energize us to do things and we are a piece of life that has the opportunity to make a choice to open itself to the creator in a way that energizes and informs the things that you will do mm-hmm. if you if and then you have things at the end of that <laughs> right it, it's this whole notion of a mode like a having mode versus a being mode mm-hmm. i think once you have that contemplation maybe you can enter into a being mode which a mode kind of in my mind means you're doing things but it's where you're doing it from Right, and again, it's it's so hard because it's not, it's not accepting the statement. I am a piece of life, or my body is a temple, or you know that right, kind of right. thing. Right, it's not, it's not just accepting that. Those words, right? Again, like living by that proposition. You know, it it, it it's not. No, why not? Well. Because the place I was going with that is there are things that, like we've talked about, like you're, you're doing things, working out, whatever. You're, you have, your body has to be prepared to receive the stuff that it could... I mean, it could be overpowering mm-hmm. to your body to receive, to be in a relationship with the creator so you have to be mentally and physically prepared for that. That's yeah. what I meant. But I don't think that has anything to do with like just accepting like a rule okay. to live right. by, okay. I guess, is right. kind of... Okay. I don't know. It's, again, like I, a little bit... Of, we're out of, our, out of our depth at times. You think? Sometimes. Okay. All right. Um, there's, just so, there's just so much. There, it's... Okay. <laughs> All right, we're trying to... We, we didn't say we are going to solve anything, but we're wrapping up this series. And yeah. I think it's... 
it's getting to the point of like is there there's this problem why it's happening like what's being done to us you know can we talked about you know all the things with that and then why it's important in terms of time and a life well lived and all that stuff mm-hmm. and this is trying to get to things i know that are maybe more abstract but it's 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 complicated but not we're just our words yeah make it, it so it, it feels that it is, way I, but, I think, but it's not that yeah it's not that complicated it's about changing your your uh, i think as Sadhguru would say uh, changing your software or the mode that you're in i, I found it at least over the course of these last you know, couple episodes or when I first encountered this idea of be, do, have, I found it, it's, it's actually not that hard to, now it's hard to change, <laughs> but it's not that hard to take a step back when you're doing something and think about that sort of, that framing, the be, do, have framing and, and thinking of it and like, am I doing this because I want to have something? Right. And I think having that thing will make me make me be that thing. Yes. Or you know, that's that's honestly that's really at the end for in terms of like solving the problem. There's not really a solving a problem kind of thing here, but just the awareness of this this under this undercurrent that might be motivating you, I think is just the first step that has to be taken. I, I think you're right. I think the other thing that my eyes have been open to in reading this and do and doing and listening to the other things in the podcast reading is if we we if we if if people are concerned about the the way that the world's going in this doing having being mode, which we all seem to be trapped in, which feels to me many times like a machine mm-hmm. which we're just feeding people to this machine and if you're going to not if you're going to step back and not be a part of that machine from that perspective just fed to it i'm not saying you have to like can't participate in the economy you don't well, do yeah, this right. i'm not saying that um what i'm what i'm trying to say is that you consciously enter it from the being mode rather than the having mode, I think is kind of what yeah. you're is kind yeah. of what you're saying. Um, but another thing, and I, I think it was, and and now like on our the this the was it in the I don't think it was in the scent of time, but I think it was in the other book that we might have read of of his, where he said that one of the things that you can do to um, get out of this box, if you will, is be an idiot. Byung Cho Han, yeah, says that. Yeah, right. it's at the end of the one podcast. That, that oh, he does is that what it is? When okay. When um, in the philosophize this podcast, when he's talking about him, he says that's something that more people should try to do. Right, and I can't recall like what what did he? But I think that's another like the contemplation part is a way it could lead you to. Be perceived as or be an idiot. Well, like he's, yeah. And the the way he's wording that is just like what we said with our book example, where you read this book in this way, where you contemplate it, right? And 
and it, and it energizes you and motivates you or whatever. And then somebody was like, oh, you read the book and then asked you a bunch of questions on it and you can't answer any of the questions. Right. Someone would be like, oh, what are you, an idiot? Right. Right? Because yeah. you didn't know like these these specific facts about it or whatever. Um, like, you, oh, you don't, you don't know when it was written? Right. Or, you know, you don't know who the author was? Yes. Or, you know, you don't know like this famous quote from it or whatever? Um, yes, you haven't intellectualized it. Yeah. But, and yet it has, and yet, at least for you, you, you can see it. Um, it's like seriously, you know, changed the way that you see the world. And yet you, you know, nothing factual about it. I think he's, he's trying to encourage people to not care so much about those, like, yeah, having that knowledge okay. of the way that the world is, and like I think one of the one of the things he talks about is like when it comes to the news, like people think that somebody who isn't caught up on the news is an idiot, right? Right? Like if you don't know all the happenings in the Middle East right now, right? right? It's like oh, you're an idiot for not paying attention to all that. And he's saying, go ahead, be an idiot. Yeah. Because you might be better for it. Yeah, you might be better for it because. You know, the way that you're carrying yourself in your everyday life or whatever might be more in touch with, you know, the divine or whatever. Um, when it's not like f when you're not just busying yourself with acquiring information. Right. Um, which is which is is it that related to, you know, you've talked about this before, like the Ian McGilchrist left brain, right brain. It feels yeah. like the right brain when you're living from that perspective the outside world could see you kind of as an idiot yeah but when you're living from the left brain and you you think you talk like you have everything figured out and you know a bunch of facts you're seen mm -hmm. as an intellectual well it's i mean and both both sides can be there's i mean you'll i'm sure a lot of people can think of somebody that they know who knows a lot of things but is pretty dumb Right, like right. you. There's always like the you know the classic thing. It's like oh, this person's book smart, right? But like they have no idea what they're doing. Yes. Um, and like Byung Chul Han seems to think that it'd be much better to know what you're doing. Yes. Like and why you're doing and it. why you're doing it yes. and who you are yes. than it would be to know any fact. Yes. Right. <laughs> like he, yeah, he could care less about, you know, um. Who won the last, you know, the most recent Grammy Awards or oh, whatever? No that, well, that was a really useless one. But you know, all of those things. Well, you know, I, 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 I guess I, it brings to mind a story from our family that would make me appear as though I'm an idiot. Oh. Because. Oh yeah. Your mom was really mad at me when I couldn't remember what day of the month Christmas was on. <laughs> yeah, right. Which is pretty bad. I knew it was around. I couldn't remember if it was the twenty fourth or the twenty fifth. I I just couldn't remember, and I was I was deemed to be an idiot. So yeah. you know what? I took it as an offense. But now but maybe now, now we're now now maybe yeah. I should be in praise of it. Yeah. I also don't know what what were the color ones that I you didn't know what the what the no what you didn't know that two colors combined to make another color. No, I knew that, but I, there was a specific color. I think I like which color I was. forget what it was. You, your mom asked me, and I didn't know, and then I was deemed an idiot because mm -hmm. I didn't know because everyone knows it. 
I, so now maybe I'll try and know. Well, I can't try and know less things. Yeah. But I won't concern myself with knowing yeah. things that everyone else knows. Yeah. I think that, um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you could even, you know, take from this episode as even as remotely practical advice. Because I don't know if we want to just go ahead and tell people to be idiots. Yeah, I think, I mean, be a little idiot. Be, I think the thing that, you know, through the whole series is just an awareness that it's super easy to get trapped in the um, having, doing, being. Yeah. And that's the opposite of the way we're supposed to be interacting. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we started with. It's, um, according to Sadhguru and that stuff, it's like, the natural order of things is being, doing, having. Yeah. So if you can, and I think what we've come through, it's an, it's important because if you're living a having, doing, being life, that life can feel very short mm-hmm. because you're always in that, rat race if you will yeah and you're not always worried about not having enough time yes and you're not doing the things that you care about or it doesn't seem that way Mm -hmm. and in the shortness of life it's like one day well lived can feel right one moment can be that and it's an awareness i think it's just you know garrett it's an awareness we've talked about some ways like be an idiot or or contemplation contemplation and but I think the important part there is we've so forgotten who we are, like as a being. Like we say we're we're human beings, not human havings. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference between a being mode and a having mode. Like yeah. if you really want to be a human being, yeah, then you have to go from being yeah. to you have having to, to doing. You have you to have stop to... defining what a human is by what they have. Right. Yeah. Right. And then you're, or we just start calling everybody human havings. Yeah. That might be easier. Right. It probably is easier. Like, oh, look. Look look at that house. Look look at that. That's a person. Right. That's a person. They have a house. Oh, they have a car. That's a person. Right. Yeah. They, they, they have this job that, okay, they're a person. Yeah. Um, But we're, but we, I think we aspire to more than that. Mm hmm. So and we're and I think we are created than, for that. We are more than, than that, right? So it's like, can you can you wake yourself from the forgetting to re and but it takes some work. Yeah, anybody can decide what the work is. You could read a book on Lexio Divino. You could listen to these pod. You could do yeah, whatever. You could learn about contemplation, or you could just try to live a little better i don't know i guess you know? yeah and i think you know maybe in 2024 people can like maybe we could like uh maybe i'm gonna try try to move from a place of being so that when you do that if you're in touch with the source of creation then as an individual you can kind of start to create the life and the world that you and the creator want but if you're just going out there from a doing, having, being, like you're just doing stuff. Yeah, just to have stuff. Right. 
And eventually you'll wake up one day and look at all the things you have and right probably not where you want to be. Just perhaps I mean, right perhaps as somebody who isn't there yet, and from somebody who has been there. has been there. <laughs> right, I guess I don't so, know. You know. So I don't know if this whole series was helpful, but it was helpful to me. It was helpful to me as well. Right. So and I I'm still. It's still a work in progress, and it will continue to be. Um, hopefully, it's helped someone. Yeah, maybe. sure. Maybe or not. one person. Or not. I mean, I don't know if we've ever had somebody send us a question, but... No, but if you have any, cons- or would like to suggest the next topic. Oh. I don't know how I would ever hear from you. I think our email is frontporchphilosophy one at gmail.com you think it is um i don't know what happens if you send an email to that address okay Uh, it might be received by me if i can remember the password to the account okay um you could also leave the question in a review uh if you want to if you want to review it um if not we'll find another topic we talk about stuff all the time we we will find Um, another topic maybe it'll be something more straightforward like the entire structure of money Oh my goodness! Um, I don't know. You know about we thought that, about I'll talking say. about a book on that for a while, or you know what? We'll probably like read a quote somewhere, or hear a song, and be like, "We should talk about this for thirty to forty-five minutes." Yeah, maybe we'll have a guest, or maybe yep. Bentley will start speaking. Yeah, we can that, talk that will. That. I promise, if Bentley starts speaking, we'll immediately get an episode. Oh, out. this is twenty twenty-four. I am retired, so who knows? Yeah, what who knows could what could happen? Who knows what could happen? Well, thank you for listening to this series. Um, thank you for being a listener. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all I got to say. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Fellow being. How about yeah, that? Right. Yeah. There we yeah. go. All right. Peace out.